Welcome back to your Daily Dose. Today, Nick and I talk about children who choose to live with their parents long after they've become adults. It's a dynamic that's become somewhat frowned upon. Some even refer to it as a failure to launch. But we took a slightly different perspective on these families, one that you might find surprising. Check it out. And has she started a podcast yet? No, not yet. Although she would be so good to have a podcast because her energy translates just so solid. And she's really funny. And I'm super psyched because I'm going to see her in just a couple days. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm heading to Texas to hang out with the Institute of Internal Auditors in Houston, who uh, interestingly has been a client of mine for almost 10 years now, I think. That's great. Uh, Yeah. I've done board retreats for them. I've been their keynote speaker, done some training for them. Uh, I did, okay, this is an interesting little tidbit on IIA Houston. Uh, When they had, we had hurricanes in Florida, and they had hurricanes in Houston. And the hurricanes in Houston were horrible, horrible hurricanes. I mean, they caused much more damage than what was happening in Florida. And so when it came time for them to pay my bill, I asked them to take $1,000 from my bill and donate it to a hurricane cause in Houston for me. They were so moved by... That gesture that they donated $9,000 in addition to the, my $1,000, $10,000 all told to, uh, to a cause helping victims of the hurricane. And they made a story of it for their chapter. They were very proud of it, but they made it very clear that their gift was inspired by mine. And they wrote, this guy has a state that's having hurricanes of its own, and he thinks enough to make a donation yeah. into our community. We thought, we need to do better. And so they did. It was like, ah. Sometimes that happens that directly, you know? That's great. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to Houston, and then you're going to pop over. She's in Austin? She's in Dallas. But Dallas. what's going to happen is I'm going to go in, and then she's going to show up uh, in Houston oh, and cool. hang out with me for a little while. And she'll decide whether she wants to stay and hang out with me or she's going to head back. And uh, it's just it's going to be a short, quick yeah. something. But it'll be delightful just to see my girl again because she's, she's the one. Okay, so we're getting older. So pitch her the idea of uh, her and my daughter taking over for us on your daily dose. Oh, interesting. And your daughter is game for that? No. (laughs) But my daughter is 18 and isn't really a game for anything that I suggest. Wow. Well, that's natural. Yeah, but eventually she might be. It's hard to be in agreement with with your parents when you're in the ejection pod. Yeah. Right? Because it's like the last thing you want to do is to have something that draws you back to the mothership yeah. you, you need all propulsion to push you away from the mothership and all we can do is help to guide the direction of it it's like um, Khalil Gibran once said that in parenting that I know I'm going to Khalil Gibran of course that's, that's how you do it um, that the child is the arrow and the parent is the bow and that the parent has the power to launch the child with great strength and direction but once you let go of that string you lose all control and you don't have any power to direct that arrow anymore. And that was very liberating to me because it made me realize, look, I mean, you can still offer influence in, to your, your child's life, and even when they're not children. But don't expect that it's going to have the same impact as when they're there nestled under the string of the bow. Right. right? Well, and, and the gravity of that, too, is if you're creating this environment that's so warm and so loving and so helpful, is it's harder for them to escape. <laughs> You're a gravity well of love. Yeah, what's let's 
you know something that's that's like a nest with a ceiling yeah it's like you you're like, there's no jumping out it's you're like why deep, would you it's this deep <laughs> nest i can't get up the sides because they're covered with love well and the other right. thing is this you kind of say to yourself what am i leaving this to go to and why oh, yeah. would i leave this to go to that if it's not better legitimately better you know and how you gauge better i've stopped judging this generation for the amount of time they spend in, in their parents' homes because of the debt that they're facing, because of the fact that I miss my kids and I really wish they were still in my home. And just, I feel like we got to just let people be and let them launch when they launch and do what they do. And it's a, it's kind of a personal thing. You know, if they, I don't think someone should be judged because they live in their parents' house into their 30s. Yeah. If that's what they all want. You know, if it's a, if it's a situation where they can't leave, that's a different situation. I think I also, to that point, like I, I see lazy comedy writing or lazy writing in general <laughs> uh, when it comes to stuff like, oh, that person plays video games. He must, and it's usually a he, but it could yeah. be anybody. Uh, he must live in his parents' basement. It's stereotyping, yeah, it is. I, it just like drives me insane. It's 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 smart. It's necessary in many cases. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, you may have somebody who's emotionally underdeveloped, who is maybe taking advantage of the situation, and you might have people who genuinely need to do that for a number of different reasons. My my nephew Michael Fury lives with his parents. He's thirty two years old. Uh, he lives downstairs in their house. That house is actually, it's partially his and partially theirs. They they split the cost of the house and the downstairs is his providence. That's his space that he gets to rule. And they live upstairs in that same house. And that's the way they want it. I mean, I, I can tell you that my sister and her husband love having Michael in the house. And Michael loves being there. And so it's like, guess what? You get to do that. You get to be that. I think people who also maybe have some sort of issue with people living at home also maybe don't have a good relationship with their family. <laughs> Can't think of like an opportunity to be friends. Like I don't want to live with either of my parents because we don't like the same stuff. We don't do the same thing. Yeah, we wouldn't hang out together yeah. if, if you weren't necessarily family, yeah. right? I mean, that's, that's the way it goes. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. I love comparing notes with Bob about parenting. His kids are a little older and the relationship that he and Patty have with them is something I aspire to have with my own kids. But mine are teenagers, and while my tongue is usually firmly in cheek when I talk about them, I know from experience that parental relationships at this point, just like most of their relationships, are not easy. But while teenage years seem like forever, they don't last that long. Have a great day.